All right, all right. Welcome back to 709 Meridian Season Deuce. Uh, I'm D, and this is Andrew. Hello. And here we are, like I say again, Season 2, getting into this uh, poltergeist thing. Um, also, if you would like to listen to our commentaries unsynced, there will be an unsynced edition. Yes. Uh, uploaded. That, that's on the YouTube and in the podcast, so... Either place you can find the the unsynced though Poltergeist Two we just discovered is only ninety one minutes so it's actually uh, quite this a might bit be shorter. harmless yeah we'll see <laughs> this it's may wonderful. just actually be harmless I I don't remember this one being horrible but you know we'll find coming out. off the, the um, original. I did just notice too that the we'll have to look for it. The voice is not Julian Beck; it's Corey Burton. He did the voice on this one too. Which really? That's what IMDb says, uncredited. We'll have to wait until huh. afterwards to zoom the trivia and see if it's uh see if maybe they filled in after Julian Beck died because it's one of those movies. It's it's a multi curse poltergeist. Yeah. So yeah. Um, it's it's not like there are multiple versions of this, so we're just watching the regular one, folks. So yeah, I don't recall any like <laughs> cut no. where there's extra scenes or no. yeah. For some reason, Shout Factory did not did not increase the runtime on this. So all right, you ready for the countdown? Yes, yes. All right, starting in three, two, one, play. I got the glorious MGM yeah. logo. It's, the it's classic, vintage. yes. Yeah. Not the flashy uh, MGM oh, UA. It, yeah, the the big uh, CG with the eye and all that. Mm. All right, so already we're just away from suburbia. Yes, this is where Freddy um, stranded that kid in two, right? Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. It's Will Sampson. Um, oh, and we're immediately cutting to. Oh, yeah. Yep. We're not messing around. It is time for the, the other, other side. side. Big Will Sampson. Yep. On the set somewhere, because that is not. <laughs> Do they explain how he gets up there? I mean, they didn't just then, but. Oh, he, he climbed up there like Captain okay. Kirk. All right. Bare knuckle. <laughs> he carried the old man on his back. And the singing is making the fire change colors. Oh, no, we got spirits. So now Poltergeist 2 came out in 85. So they oh, waited 86. That's right, four years. Yeah. Just to bring this together, a follow-up to smash hit Poltergeist, which Did Poltergeist I would say that 
Oh yeah, the original? No, no, I know, but did it actually did it get like re-releases? Was it that popular? It was big. I don't know if there was a re-release though. But All it was right. it was it, it had the you know pomp and circumstance, whatever it was um mentioned, you know, especially because Spielberg and all that. Yes. Spielberg has nothing to do with this one, folks. Um, Absolutely nothing. <laughs> and you'll be able to tell. Neither does Toby Hooper, of course. Um, and Toby Hooper, I, they really mustn't have wanted to. He must, I can't remember. He doesn't talk about the first. They don't like talk about the making of the first one that much. And so I imagine that he was not considered for this one, but this one's directed by Brian Gibson, who would go on to the most, he was a music video director. And the most notable thing he went on to was uh, what's love got to do with it with uh, wow. Angela Bassett. Huh. Okay. And then we have a nice matte shot there. Very, very matte shot. Very, very matte shot, especially for 1986. Like, you need to try to make that look real. <laughs> nope. That was some Bob Ross business going. <laughs> oh. All right. So here we get a flashback from the original. Traveling through to the uh, suburbia. The old, uh, yeah. Mesa Hill. The old neighborhood. With tumbleweeds. But it still has some residents, so it just looks very not, not here depleted. though. Yes, everybody's selling. You built them on top of the tombstones. They didn't move the graves. You just moved the tombstones. Oh, look at that! It's very dusty and yep. And he can see the flashback to the original there. Um, now, I think in movie time, this is only supposed to be about a year okay. or so. Which is where we start running into the problems of Heather O'Rourke never aging. Right. The Gary Goldsmith music already is, is much better than the next one. Uh, Richard Edlund oh, yeah. doing the visual effects. Nice. Not bad. Andrew Laszlo. Wasn't he also on... Uh, he, he did Ghostbusters, right? Can't remember who shot that one. Here's the remnants of the house. Oh. We have early on. Uh, Zelda. Big Zelda. She just got back from uh, Exorcist 2 or whatever and is, is, is excavating here. So yeah, the first one, the, the punchline is sort of that um, they they built this development on a Native American burial site and didn't move the bodies. But in this right. one, we find out that it's 
it's a cult yeah it's a it's like a white cult actually yeah led by an evil very evil uh reverend kane who sort of appears in the next one but not that much because right he becomes a boogeyman in the next one too much power Oh wow! Will Sampson's doing his uh, he's doing Loomis his own thing. stunts, yeah. All in that water there, very dedicated. Ah! Now, what if he ran into the Goonies down there? Right. <laughs> I mean, it's not Amblin, so probably not. Uh, Andrew right, Laszlo. Yeah. He did something, I recall. He did. Right? He did a bunch of stuff. All right, here we go. Oh. Yeah. It's like Raiders of the Lost Ark. He yeah. did. Oh, he did a bunch of stuff. Okay, so he did The Warriors. He did Warriors, House, wow. Southern Comfort, First Blood, Streets of Fire, Remo wow. Williams. Inner Space and Star Trek Five. Ah. And well, here we get the poltergeist theme, which they don't use in the next one. No. <laughs> wow, it's also gone. Oh, look at Craig T. Nelson trying for a mullet and not really working out for him. This is the returning Freelink family, minus, of course, their eldest daughter from the first film. Oh, wow, look at his hair. Um, <laughs> so, He's got a Captain is... Ron. <laughs> oh, she's got the. Oh, yeah, she's got, got the, the gift. shining, yeah. Um, now is that his mom or her mom? Because other, because that could also be then Nancy Allen's mom. I think it's her mom, which means that Nancy Allen could have had the shining if somebody had been paying attention. Oh, she was too miserable to to care. <laughs> oh, see, no televisions for the Freelink family. They use electronics, but just no TVs. And it's the 80s, so electronics go go very bad. Yeah. Oh, what's she drawing? I'll see that. See the use of Carol Ann's theme. Mm-hmm. I wonder. Yeah. Uh, wow. Uh, Um, 
See, they've established that this poor girl is just. Yeah, it's kind of hard having, I mean. She's got issues already. Carol Ann was going to be Dark Phoenix when she grows up. Gee, I hope nothing tragic happens to Granny. Uh, she's sure very wise. Mm -hmm. This is another one of those movies where they're they're trying to duplicate the aspect of the first one, right, with the Panavision, and it's just kind of like. Not everybody's Toby Hooper with Steven Spielberg being a control freak behind him. No, you know? it's like, yeah, the, it's not, it's just not. Uh oh. Uh, see? Yep. This is just a year after, but they clearly all look <laughs> quite a bit older. Years yes. older. K Carol Ann can form complete sentences now. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so that is her mother, which means that is Nancy mm -hmm. Allen's mom from the next one, too, which means. <laughs> and uh, the mother has gotten rid of her, uh, her gray streak. That's right. From the first one. Yeah. Craig T here has just lost it. Uh -huh. It's like you watch Poltergeist one, you're like, why didn't Craig T. Nelson do more stuff in the 80s? Then you watch this, you're like, that's why Craig T. Nelson didn't do more stuff in the 80s. <laughs> Just waiting for that coach call, like. But you know what? Thinking about him now. Now that we've lost uh, William Hurt, who better to do Thunderbolt Ross? That would be a good fill-in. That would be a very good fill-in. On the other hand, Disney is just going to CGI him, so it doesn't matter. Oh. God, uh, I don't know. Maybe he's got that Disney goodwill for being, you know, Mr. Incredible.
did they ever do an Incredibles two? They did, right? They did. It. It. it, 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 it that's exactly it. It's okay. forgettable. <laughs> Nowhere near as good as the first one. And it looks like a staple mullet. I don't think that's actually his hair. I don't hair. think that's his hair. He intentional. They they were like, he needs a mullet. Um, our audience really expects him in a mullet. <laughs> uh-huh. That's a that's a stuck on the back of a baseball cap mullet. See, they're pretending that she's still four. Uh Uh-huh. We've got our first TV. Call back to the original there. No, <laughs> no TVs, damn it. And well, here we go. Our first look at uh, the just sinister Reverend Kane. That walking through a person special effect thing was probably incredibly difficult. <laughs> like, You can't, uh, you can't really understand how just put in the Jaws music. Yeah. A very frightening Julian Beck. Scared the living daylights out of a generation of kids. I mean, as is appropriate, if some, you know, creepy old white guy comes up to you and starts telling you he's going to sing you a song. Yeah, I'm going to sing you a little song. Uh. Oh, my daughter who was possessed by ghosts is missing and I wasn't paying attention to her. I'm mom of the year. Right. That kid should have a low jack on her, damn it. How far away did Caroline get? Oh, they were hustling, <laughs> I guess, to get to the store. Because she wasn't that far behind him. He's dressed like the kingfish from Amos and Andy. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh-huh. I didn't say they were good special effects. I said I bet they, they were hard. <laughs> okay, look at all the... 
all the cat stuff. That's kind of weird. There's. Uh. So Carol Ann, yeah, so the Carol Ann Shining does not return for the next one, unfortunately. Not really. Outside the ghost stuff, right? Like, other than that. Yeah. She's, she's, she's one of the original X-Men. She has something, but it, you know, it's, it's not exactly, uh, whatever it was in this, you know. Okay, so. Uh, Yay, flashbacks, but. Extensive flashback. How much of this movie is flashback? Um, that's like the problem with doing the two shot in Panavision is you got Joe Beth Williams trying over there and then you had mom just like waiting for something to respond to. It's just like, yeah, like all right, here we go. The, the mid 80s are infamous for framing for, T, for the Panavision cut or for the pan and scan cut. Yeah. So like they're, they're not much better. Any, yeah. Any use of like the space. Uh sleeping with the parents still, see. The first movie obviously went through a rewrite. This is from the writers and producer writer. This is written and produced by the writers of the first one, but Clearly, the first one, somebody else worked on it. Like, oh, for sure. It might be credited. I'm just not, I'm just not clacking away to find it right now. But no, this is, uh, ugh. well, these guys, all they did after this was marked for death. Yeah, that's who they started with Death Hunt, which was. Lee Marvin and Charles Bronson, I think. And oh, wait, now, Victor, uh, Victor yeah. Grice. Okay, yeah. so Mark that's why Victor it looked familiar. And somebody Grice, yeah. They are the. Well, Mark uh, Death was the best uh, Seagal from back then. Is that that the was one? the one with the uh, the, the posse, the Jamaicans? Oh, the Jamaicans. I can't remember. With the twin. <laughs> I can't remember. The heavy was twins. And he had the greatest line at the end where he kills the, the twin. And he's like, I hope they weren't triplets. <laughs> oh, here we go. This was the teaser trailer. And now so we know grandma's dead. Yeah. We don't get a reaction shot of the mom finding the body. No. No indication that grandma was sick or nope. Nope. She no. she's just old. 
She very much movie died. Got to got to move shit along here. We're already 22 minutes in, and we haven't had Zelda Rubenstein back. Nope. I mean, maybe Nancy Allen's mad because Joe Beth Williams doesn't call her right about now. <laughs> right. Or maybe she's not taking the calls. Because <laughs> remember, she's the asshole of the family. Uh, Nancy Allen. She's just like the snob. Okay. Flashing back to okay when they were when she was happy in gardening nancy allen meanwhile is inside with michael yeah (laughs) oh god i mean to be fair nobody has ever done a movie where it's a wholesome or a, a happy afterlife mainstream Hollywood movie. That's not a thing, you know? Like, no. Well, they tried, right? With that damn, uh, a couple of times. I mean, they've tried, but it never works that out. Awful one with Tim, Timothy Hutton. That really bad one. That wasn't Date with an Angel, right? That was a different one? Yeah, it was the one where he... My Step in Heaven or some shit? Something in... He, they're in heaven, right? Yeah. And it, then they send him back to life? Yeah. So he could find just, what's her name? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> and they tried that oh. shit in the 90s, too, right? Oh, there yeah, we and go. And did... Um, Robin Williams did Robin it. Robin Williams did it, but so did... Uh... Oh, and we got... Uh, the zombies from Thriller making a cameo yep. here. These are not great zombies. No. <sighs> Those are like background, background <sighs> zombies. <laughs> well, in the close-ups, they were models, and in the long shots, they were people in makeup. So it's just like... Right. <laughs> and now we've got the haunting happening here. Why is the phone in his room now? And he's still got that robot from the first one? I would have gotten rid of those toys. Well, no, no. They share a room still. Did they establish that before? Yeah. No, they did? Okay. Yeah, the phone was just on the floor. And we've got our leftover from uh, Close Encounters clouds coming in. (laughs) There's absolutely nothing creepy about any of this. No. Nope. Although that's a kind of a cool effect. Right that's there. a cool effect. Like this one's got all of the all of the scale, but nothing to do with it. What the fuck is this shot? Like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, 
okay, here we go. Here's your teaser trailer right here. I do remember this. Do you remember this? Yep. Oh, wow. Oh, here starts the chanting music. Okay. Right. If you thought the nightmare was over. Oh, look, an E.T. poster. Yeah. Somebody should have told them less would have been more with the music during this sequence. Yeah, right? Oh. The closet. Dude, look at Craig T. Nelson holding in his tummy. Like he's <laughs> he's flexing that shit. He's, look at that. I can see him flexing old. it. <laughs> he's 50s in shape, out of shape guy. <laughs> he's, he's holding that tight, man. <laughs> like he's doing he's a his, Charlton Heston. Yeah, his, 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 his core is tight. Rated PG 13. This summer. What other sequels would there have been in 86? 86? Uh, hmm. This Nothing. was... This was it? Yeah, this was it. This was like anticipated, but... Because mm -hmm, we were... Well, eight. I remember I was in California when they dropped this. That was the first time we went to California for vacation. This was playing across the street at the big multiplex from the hotel we were at. I remember it had a big display and shit in the, the lobby. 86, Star Trek 4. Oh, well, that's what was blowing this out of the water then. <laughs> I don't recall anybody really running to this, even though it was anticipated, you know? Well, because, like, I think we talked about it last time. Poltergeist was, like, the only PG horror franchise. Right. So Poltergeist was a PG movie, right? Like, is that a is Saturday Night Fever machine? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it is. Saturday Night Fever people. All right, so now they're the, in there. the diner. Is he having a beer or dirty water? He's having oh, a beer. A yeah. He had a 
bottle and he said, give me a glass. <laughs> of Budweiser? <laughs> like, See, now, note his mullet is gone. Oh, shit, it is. <gasps> or maybe he cut it for nope. the you know, mother's funeral or something. The cut mother's funeral. He also looks younger than he did at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? 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 Are there any PG franchise? No, I'm trying to think. Because like The Exorcist was a, an attempt at a horror franchise, and that bailed yeah. out. But like that had Linda yeah, Blair. You, you didn't see three till ninety. Ninety. Yeah, and it had yeah. none of the nobody. What is that? Look at that backdrop. Like, oh my god. This is a leftover amazing story set. <laughs> I mean, maybe, or it's uh three amigos. They were like, hey, three you amigos, guys have yeah. the uh western With the cactus. Shot? <laughs> Come with me if you want to live. <laughs> Damn it. He looks much younger than he did in the opening. Like, yeah. The temples aren't as gray. Wow. Oh, he's taller. <laughs> what was Will Sampson in? Was he in Outlaw Josie Wales? Uh, that. Um, Cuckoo's Nest, right? When they in? No, hold on. Let's see. I thought Cuckoo's Nest was somebody else. I thought it was him. And maybe let's see. Yep. Cuckoo's Nest, you are correct, sir. Did he did a uh, didn't he do some Stephen King, right? Mm. I thought he did. He was in Firewalker. Oh wow. <laughs> that that would have been his last theatrical release. Um Oh. Yeah, so he did this. He did Orca. He was in White Buffalo. He was in Buffalo Bill. Mm. Uh, no, no Stephen King. He was in an Amazing Stories, though, it looks like. I I'll think. be damned. No, he's in American <laughs> Playhouse. Sorry. Maybe that's where the set's from. Probably.
I like this idea that Carol Ann reads a lot. <laughs> well, I'm just, you know. So we are in addition to discovering this was 91 minutes, we also discovered it was cut down from 131. So who the yeah. hell knows what this movie actually like 40 minutes is a different movie, like completely. Well, there was, you know, a lot of talk of, um, I think they were supposed to be on the other side a lot sooner than what they settled on for the final cut. And the effects just were not there, I think. So it might have been another case of like part three where there was a sequence that was supposed to be more elaborate than what they got, right? what they ended up with. There's a butterfly nest or something? What? He's doing mystical Indian shit. (laughs) (laughs) Why is he living in a tent in their yard? (laughs) Scared of the house. Uh-huh. Uh. So that bottom half of the face there, chief. You're not a man. This is. <sighs> Friends and lovers and families of their own. Like. <laughs> uh, Joe Beth Williams. D. Wallace Stone and Terry Gar <laughs> all played this part <laughs> throughout the entire 80s. Uh-huh. Oh, finally. Jesus. Why did we have seven minutes? Like, we had like five minutes of this. Like, oh, something creepy's happening. Wow, in a poltergeist movie. Well, they're back in that. Like, we didn't. We're not dealing with the ghost invasion. We're just going to assume that Will Sampson's going to keep him away. Right, he's supposed to ward off. Uh, 
and if need be, have a showdown. With the very obvious villain. Yeah. Because now he's just kind of taunting and menacing the family. Yeah. Do they not have neighbors here? What he's walking up their walk. Why is why are they not? Yeah, finally, Craig. Why is Craig hiding behind the kid? Ah. <laughs> uh. It's evil Mr. Rogers. Uh, the dog should be like, uh. My name is Ho. Where's Will Sampson at? Oh, uh. uh huh. Craig T is slowly turning into Dennis Quaid. <laughs> Okay, he's taller <laughs> than uh. <laughs> But I mean, like he's a he's an evil ghost, right? So like, yeah, he's got a whole spiel for his evil ghost, and his whole shtick is very, you know, I'm a demon. You need to get me in this house. Either that or a vampire. Hmm. Oh. oh, here we go. But this is under their house, right? Like their original house, yeah. Yeah. See, Joe Beth Williams has got the shining too. I guess it's their side of the family. Mm. Because there's been one scene where the little boy hung out with Will Sampson. That that's uh. 
Craig T. Nelson's not man enough anymore. Why did they even bother with the mom character, the grandma? Like, you didn't need her, right? Like, didn't, but it's one of those she's in tune with what everybody else isn't, you know? I guess we'll see if he has to point it out because the parents are idiots. Yeah, this was the creepiest shit. They said poor Julian Beck actually was like dying at this point, literally. Yeah. No. This no one else live in this neighborhood. No. Because we haven't even established where we are. They're in California somewhere. Look at the palm yeah, trees. They're, yeah, they're still in California. She's done with her flashback. Gee, where the fuck was you, man? <laughs> He's like, I heard Reverend Kane was here. I didn't want to see him. Like, and I was, I was hiding in a tent in the back. Right, like, I didn't want to get my hat wet. <laughs> oh shit! Here we go. It's time for Craig T. Nelson's power. Oh, he gave him a dumbo feather. <laughs> You're going to fly with this. Uh, there he is boozing it I mean he had to get rid of his mullet he's got to compensate somehow <laughs> well you know in the first one they established that the parents were potheads yeah but then Which... people noticed that like that that was one of the infamous things about the first one so <laughs> It was scandalous that a Steven, a family-friendly Steven Spielberg movie would have smoking pot. Yeah, have them 
doing what normal parents probably would do just to <laughs> just to calm the hell down shit I'm too drunk, man. Mm. Wow, yeah. at this point in the first one, like a billion things have done happen and yeah, we're 47 minutes in and we still haven't like gotten the fucking plot going. Like Caroline's not the fucking lead anymore. Mom is not the lead anymore. It's not about oh. grandma dying. It's not about the first ghost invasion of the house. No. It's now gonna be Craig T. Nelson's manning up as a as a spirit warrior. Here's where something actually happens. Yeah. Aren't those the... Yeah. The ghouls from the, the front lawn. <laughs> Looking like uh, extras in Prince of Darkness. <laughs> <laughs> surely learned how to talk a lot in the last year oh no that's mm -hmm. right there's a terrible there's a yeah this is really bad thing oh damn that's right that's a little too real uh Not only do they seem fine about the ghosts, mom is not like that concerned about dead mom either. So clearly the no, funeral got cut. Life really just went on mm -hmm. suddenly. Oh God. <laughs> oh, well, that's slightly better. So they this was 1986, which means that they'd seen Superman 3 and were like, you know what people liked? The ending with Annie Ross. Let's do that yeah. again. That shit came out of his mouth, looked like a Peter Gabriel video. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> like what? <laughs> So what, we're going to perish, Robbie? <laughs> uh, we're going to electrocute the whole fam. Yeah. 
so that was actually better than it <laughs> than, than being like strangled by the braces. <laughs> he was sitting down there and he said, No, I won't help you. He said, Hell no, cowering like Scooby Doo in the living room with. Zap. (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) I am not dead. Obviously, the first one also does not have this this level of you know detail to the haunting, which is no. <laughs> literalizing the detail of your haunting is uh, is a no no. Just it kind of makes me wonder what the dynamic would have been like if the eldest daughter was around. Oh, now you want to do something, Taylor, huh? Well, I mean, he's sort of doing something. (laughs) Like, it's unclear how helpful he is. So far, he hasn't been that helpful. He hasn't done a damn thing. (laughs) Grifton-ass Taylor. (laughs) What if if Reverend Kane was right? (laughs) It ends... With him and Zelda Rubenstein like taking possession of the property or something and being like, oh, <laughs> there's oil here. What, what if they were telling the truth? These grifting ass. <laughs> they make you believe your house is haunted. thought it's all about Caroline going taking into them to the, the light. light. Yeah. Or what? They use they use Caroline as a buffer, I guess. Because she's pure and all that. Yeah, get some sleep. I mean, he tried by being Have they even mentioned Craig T. Nelson. They haven't mentioned the eldest daughter yet, have they? No, they don't talk about her. Uh, there was a scene they cut it. Right, because they do explain at one point. But you're right, they cut it. She's supposed to be at school or something. Mm. Okay, so now we get the incredibly... Um, kind of weird even for 1986 Craig T. Nelson's going to go on a vision quest 
<laughs> They're gonna show them how they defeated Pazuzu the first time. <laughs> okay, so Joe Beth Williams just got just felt the shin in. And this is obviously uh, Zelda. Little 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 sight gag here. I hear some of the Outland score in this. Wait, is that even the same front door? I don't think so. The house? No, I don't think it is. Where's the screen? There's the screen. Uh, uh, yeah, well, there's screen. maybe it is. Maybe it doesn't look like it though. No. Wait, did Taylor <laughs> not mention that he knows her? That would have made more sense. I don't think he did. We were excavating your ghost graveyard. Look at the, the Jack Daniels. What the fuck? Make some drinking asses, man. <laughs> so, so they giving up the, the weed for uh, booze. Uh-huh. More appropriate. Hard drinking. Look at her. She's just <laughs> Jack Daniels in the middle of the day. She took it straight up on the rocks. <laughs> Shit. Jesus, what is it, 10 o'clock in the morning? I don't think there's any ice in that. Is there any ice in that? (laughs) And Zelda Rubenstein's not having anything. No. No, that whole bottle is Joe Beth Williams. (sighs) She's killing that bottle. And we've established that it's not Craig T. Nelson's because he drinks tequila. So yes, they have hers. They each have their own. (laughs) He puts his in the toilet bowl. She hides hers under the sink. (laughs) Did MGM ever make a franchise on their own that worked out? Nothing I know of. Nothing that had direct sequels, you know? I'm still trying to think. Anything that wasn't like back in the day. Right. Because they never had like a, a um well, wait. Does no. Because Pink Panther, that's that's United Artists, right? Mm-hmm. That's not yeah, that's they... not MGM UA. Right. MGM can you know, temporarily, they were the steward, stewards of right James Bond and other shit, but no, that wasn't theirs. And yeah, that, that was... was just... Why was he just out of focus? What the fuck? <laughs> He's out of focus. Why is he out of focus? It's the drunk-ass cameraman. Oh, no, it's for effect shots. There we go. Oh, here's where we get the the other Jerry Goldsmith music where he brings on the synthesizers. (laughs) 
So Zelda Rune seems like a archaeologist, ghostiologist now. Oh, she's a jack of all trades. Okay. Uh, Wait, that's the man. It's him. You know, the layout of this house is confusing the shit out of me. I'm starting to wonder if they're even using the same house as a set. Because the rooms don't even look like they're in the same damn house. No. Caroline's highly clairvoyant. It feels like the opening stuff was shot in a different house. Mm. Yeah. With when mom was still alive. Right. When grandma was still alive, yeah. I mean, she shut him in the, just, the well of souls. I mean, it's just another Christian cult is what it turns out. Like, there yeah. you go. And this actually was um, what they say was part of the plot for the possible Poltergeist 4. They were going to Poltergeist go back 4 in was time? intended to be a prequel okay. where, where we went back to see the origins of uh, Reverend Kane. And there was a particular family that was supposed to be there to die with him. They were the ones that got away. Because they had a Indian protector. And that one never got made. It's weird that uh, period piece horror westerns weren't a thing. <laughs> right? <laughs> Stop wearing brute cologne. Oh, he's out of focus because there's smoke. I'm sorry, yeah, Andrew yeah. Laszlo, for questioning your competence. <laughs> so what? They went underground. Yes. For all of that. Yes. Why did he not take them to like the, you know? I mean, the they're tower. At the, they're at the Gorn Hills, right? Like, yep. Kirk's fighting the Gorn back there somewhere. I won't do but it, I tell you. you. You should take him home. Like, oh, those are the, uh, Looks like it's not far from the E.T. Uh, location. Huh? Maybe they should have established the helmet earlier. I mean, well, okay, right. so... He also doesn't work, so... 
Well, no, he was a he was a what's it called salesman, right? Uh uh-uh. uh. He was I a, think maybe. That was when he had the mullet. They cut that. That all got cut. Oh. No, he's living off the grandmother's money, like obviously, yeah, money. and drinking her booze. Like <laughs> she had a hell of a stash. It's like how Amityville Horror is all like uh, the the true story thing is all. Uh, it was all a hoax perpetrated by the ghost finders. Oh, this is. This is very effects. Freddy. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing is this is post Freddy too, right? Yeah. Like. Yeah, this is around the time Part Three came out. Is it going to lick him? Is it going to, does the phone lick him or no? Hey. Um, hey, hey. Weird. We got some possible so Joe Beth Williams. Right. Like, this is awkward. This is. Yeah, this is, again, the whole, hey, this child is not four anymore. Right. Like. Oh, God. <laughs> Did Joe Beth Williams have like a bad 80s? Like, no. Right? I mean, her and I'm telling you, her and and Terry Gar and D. Wallace Stone. They're the trifecta yeah. of, you know, we were in successful things, but didn't really yeah. it, it never paid off. We because they always yeah, played the I same mean, part. She... I would say Nancy Allen too. Like they all kind of, they were around, but they weren't, you know, they didn't get to succeed where a lot of the nineties actresses did. Right. You know, they never got to be Sigourney Weaver or. But I mean, Sigourney Weaver was in a lot of shit too. Yeah. Let's see. Sigourney Weaver had aliens. None of them had their aliens. That's or... true. Yes. And that was the other thing that was this year was aliens was 86. Yeah, so aliens really was 86. The the modern redefinition of what a sequel could be, right? Mm-hmm. So yep. And we now have possessed Craig T. He's singing the song. And we get Carol Ann's theme. Weird. This is definitely like creep central. Yeah. They should have just had him peeping on the bath because that like the creepy bath and had that would have been even creepier. Yeah. I mean, Craig's working. Look at him. 
Look at him yeah, with his really... Julian Beck mannerisms. Yeah, this is really like. <laughs> hmm. Isn't this every night with them, though? <laughs> or at least Sometimes before he's they drunk. Yeah. Before they gave up the the weed. Well, because you're drinking. <laughs> we both are. <laughs> uh. Here we go. So Reverend Kane's the Joker, too? Yep. I mean, whatever you need. Did they do this because he had died, or was this always this? No, this must have been did. a whole thing. Because yeah, this is pretty elaborate. Uh, we could have established that she has the doll look when she's scared other times too. Should somebody use yeah. the shining on him? Well, He's one of those, made uh, there we go. Some nice low angle. Where's Taylor? Right. We could use him right about now. Useless fucking. <laughs> Our family really? protector. Craig T. Nelson's time in the sweat lodge should not prepare him for this. No, because he should have been able to, like, fight this off a little. Uh-oh. Uh, they gave him corpse makeup. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Yeah. It's the tequila, right? Yeah. Yeah. The worm. <laughs> oh, is this the vomit monster? Yeah. How the hell have we been watching this movie for 80 minutes and it's just like. I know, dude. There's no <laughs> fucking movie here. There's just no movie. This The third one, it all takes place in the night, right? Ooh. Yeah. So, like, they at least have that going for it. But this is just like. Yeah, this is just. I can't imagine having seen this in the theaters back then. Because. You know how checked out people must have been by this point. For them to have to do this. (laughs) (laughs) 
Dante comes. Oh God! <laughs> could have Joe Dante do this. That wouldn't have been bad. Oh, we're doing a full vomit creature. It looks like a villain from uh, Ewoks too. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's me. I've got a body. Yeah. What about Caroline? Okay. Yeah. They're like Robbie. Uh... Crap, we're getting in this like this is got, almost the climax of the yeah, movie. It's only got 19 minutes left. Like, damn, she didn't tell anybody that Zelda Rubenstein came over. She didn't tell them about the fucking her flashback, right? Like, <laughs> instead, the kids are fucking missing again for at least the second time maybe the third time in the movie it's just like that's what i'm saying like it's just nothing suspenseful about this no <laughs> it's just a fucking mess no. yeah like, this is really slapped together and it's just like what is the Is the other one just longer and worse, or, uh, uh, or is it somehow like who knows? But also, it's very weird that nobody's ever talked about recovering it in any way. Um, yeah. Craig T. Nelson in the multiverse of madness here. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Raimi, 1986. No, he hadn't made Evil Dead 2 yet. He was doing one of them, right? He was doing two, though. Like, So now is when he uses his secret magic that Will Will Samson blew up his nose. Now he's using it to fight back. And that's all it took. Yep. Just to get rid of whatever the hell monster that was. The chandelier is still intact, folks. What's his face? The guy who did Night of the Living or Return of the Living Dead, even, right? Like they had um, people, Dan O'Bannon. No, Dan O'Bannon directed O'Bannon, it, yeah. He? yeah. They yeah. had people who fucking made perfectly good 80s horror movies, right? Like. Oh yeah. I think they kind of they turned away from it because, like you say, it's a it's PG, you know, and they would have had to. It's PG, but it's fucking gross, right? Like that is yeah. They could have found some angle to that. But I mean, well, I guess the first Poltergeist people forgot about the first Poltergeist in a way too, right? Like it never had the rediscovery that Halloween did. Nobody was ever, you know, Toby Hooper is not revered the way. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Wasn't that in Raiders of the Lost Ark? 
That's what it looked like. It looked like a combination of thriller cutscenes and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, they weren't about to do the same shit twice. Come on. Not when you can do this. Nope, nope. There, it's the. See, how is all of that the same house? <laughs> Grandma had money. Everybody wants that land. I guess so, because. He couldn't get the garage door open there. I bet they cut like a 10 minute scene with him trying to open the door. <laughs> trying every key individually. No, damn it. Here we go. No. Nope. Oh, that's right. There was a point where this was supposed to be 3D too. Oh and it's some of the effects oh. were redone. Here's the uh, chant theme again. It's <laughs> mm. there's just nothing at all like scary about this. No, the dog, uh, the dog. Dude. Let that dog go. Let's just. Right. Stupid dog. Just let him go. It's okay, though. It shocked him, but it, not enough. The shitty car. Here we go. Ah, there you go. Chainsaw. What the? That's <laughs> the 80s, man. This was a nod to Toby Hooper, probably. Oh, sure. So, yeah, this was all supposedly in 3D at one point. That would make more sense. Yep. <sighs> the dog is not even barking. Like, no. The dog is wondering why the humans are all acting so silly. Yeah, what the hell is going on with you guys? Ah! The hell were the chains attached to? Uh, you know the the grandma's oh, well. <laughs> winch system or whatever. <laughs> yeah, there's. Nobody else in this neighborhood. Nobody else lives in this neighborhood, but there's a bunch of houses. Mm -hmm. I think that's another reason why this movie kind of sucks. Like, there's no other outside people. Yeah. Remember the first one you had the the, the scientists and you had you had you the know, boss, Zelda you had the friends, boss, yeah. yeah, the neighbors and yeah. This feels like such a budget sequel. <laughs> they spent all the money on the special effects. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> Tyler's an alcoholic too. <laughs> Taylor wakes up in a lot of strange cars. Is he back? Are they done? Are Zelda and Taylor out of this? No. No, because wait, I think they okay, they've got to go back to the house now. We somehow yeah, to go to go settle up. We talked so, over for some weird reason. They have to go back. It's got the same driveway layout as the current house. That's interesting. Right. <laughs> Left the dog in the car. Hopefully. Oh, yeah. All right. So it's there's 11 minutes left. Are we going to go to the other side in the last 11 minutes? Is that the. uh... Briefly, very briefly, even though their plan was to go, you know, it was supposed to be a whole sequence. Zelda Rubenstein's got her 80s vest on. <laughs> it's one of those. <laughs> got a lot of pockets. Lead exclusives. Yep. It's got a lot of pockets. She can put a lot of stuff in there. <clears throat> Is that this? A cane sign on the or thorn sign on the wall there. No, it's cane being an agent of thorn would have been. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's uh it's wall paintings from the the white settlers who cane starved to death. Like they got bored and drew. Yeah, let's have our kids walk around mm-hmm. these corpses. And... What happened to Joe Beth Williams yelling at Taylor that she needed her kids to have normal lives? <laughs> right? Uh, and there we go. Did they just go to the Phantom Zone? They just got Star Supergirl? to the Phantom Zone, yeah. Yeah, okay. You will never be for me, Jor-El! Not, not Richard Edmund's best work there. <laughs> That's it. And we never go back to the tower? Oh. From the beginning? Absolutely not. Because Freddie was using... No, that was 84. He used it in 84 for that shot. 
or no 85 uh, how long has he been down there Taylor has got to be one of the most useless fucking fucking dudes man. <laughs> okay we also have no return to the warrior paint that they were learning how to do no of course not I can't imagine why the kid, the boy, never didn't want to go on acting after this shit. I probably would have thrown in a towel too. I mean, yeah, that's what else did he have to look forward to with Poltergeist 3? <laughs> Oh, wow, the chanting. Oh, shit, he's going to, it's where Van Helsing fights Frankenstein's, or not Frankenstein, it's where Van Helsing fights Dracula. They're in the opening credits of Supergirl. (laughs) They're in the Mutara Nebula. (laughs) They should have just had a really inappropriate, like, make out right there. Okay, and that's apparently Kane. Yeah. Physical form. <laughs> what the hell is this? Grab the phallic symbol, Craig T. Nelson. Grab ah. it. Oh my God. Um, She's going to fall into Candor. So at some point between this movie and the next movie, Kane decides he's going to lead those people to the light. And it never fucking occurred to Zelda Rubenstein to do it herself. No. Those are some very uh, Clash of the Titans special effects there. Yeah, but Clash of Titans was good. This is minus your Harry Housen. Uh huh. He's lost them. <sighs> and oh, then it God. turns in to the TriStar logo. Um, <laughs> this is like the cheapest fucking like. This is so bad. Ugh. What the fuck? Uh, oh, it's Grandma. Ah. Somehow Grandma went to the other side. and well, How come Grandma can't be like a, you know, defender to keep the... Well, no, that makes no sense because then they got to the other side, which means that they didn't need her for the third one. Well, that's even more problems with three. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> And they're back. <laughs> it's all like over. That. And you know what? We got time for our end credits. Look at that. They, you know, they, they were gone and then <laughs> they came right back. That was exciting. What if Ghostbusters ended like that? <laughs> 
it's not often you see a movie where you're like, you know, Roger Corman really would have improved that, but uh, that really was so have... like that smelled rushed, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you call it Poltergeist to the other side, <sighs> and you're only on the other side for like two minutes. plot about taylor in the car was more important than Mm -hmm. and he wants that other side station wagon that's the whole gimmick is he wants the shitty station wagon it's all it's the whole gist of the movie here (laughs) the cut scene is is that it used to be a it used to be a like drug runner's car you pull out the Big at the side. It's a bunch of coke. It's a bunch of it's pure kilos. Yeah, it's just pure fucking. You know, why did the dog run the other way? It's ready for the movie to be over too. We need to ride home because nobody lives here except three blocks down. And also, Zelda Rubenstein's not with them. And it still looks like that a year later. Well, because everybody moved out, even though yeah. the uh, things were localized. So, um, cool. That was uh, that was Poltergeist, Poltergeist to the other side. The other side. Uh, here, let's real quick. Uh, hey, look, George P. Wilbur was a stunt man. Oh wow! There you go, Michael Myers. Oh, and we got the uh, paranormal research. Okay. Psychic advisor. <laughs> advisor of paranormal phenomena. H.R. Geiger. He did a bad wow. job on this one. Yeah. Oh, so that was uh yeah. Puke monster. Okay, so let's see. Here we go. Going through IMDB trivia quickly. Uh Heather O'Rourke burst into tears seeing. Julian Beck for the first time. Yikes. Beck died with stu- of stomach cancer after filming. And so Corey so he did film dubbed it. him. Yeah. His gaunt appearance was due to the stomach cancer. Uh, Stunt coordinator, George P. Wilbur. Film had an original running time of 131, cut down to 91. MGM rushed production and ordered cuts. Uh, Zelda Rubenstein was furious about it, saying her best scenes had been cut. I believe that. H.R. Geiger was very upset with how they realized his stuff. Um, Let's see. Several scenes that appeared in press stills and promotional materials were cut, including train... Kane trying to get into the house a second time and conf- uh, confronting Zelda, which we saw a flying toaster scene. Oh. For some reason, the laser, di- the international laser disc had an extra scene for the hmm. cut. Um,
supposedly real cadavers were used somewhere at one point it was to be filmed in 3d but due to the flops of friday 13th jaws and amityville uh... aha several scenes cut would have explained and clarified things taylor was a reincarnation of the Native American who was a member of Kane's cult but broke away. The ones no, in the first film were out, unable to, were trapped and unable to get to the light due to Kane's powers. Uh, Heather O'Rourke disowned the film shortly after its release, saying it was boring and not scary. She would have been 10 at the time. So, yeah. wow. She knew what was up. She knew um, what the hell was up. Yeah. The garage originally was going to have the doll come back. Uh, wow, Gene Siskel was a creep about this because he was mad that Joe Beth Williams was nude in this. Really? F. Murray Abraham turned down a role. Probably a good idea. Um, the chainsaw is a possible, not an unconfirmed nod to Toby Hooper. Okay, so... During post-production, at least 15 minutes were cut from the film, and the rest were rearranged. Floating Toaster was cut, Tangina and Zelda or Zelda and Kane at the house that we saw the beginning of, a longer version at the end with the Beast, and longer versions featuring of existing scenes with more dialogue, which would just be great. And then a line mentioning Dana was at college. So uh, they, basically yep. nobody knows what was in the 41 or yeah the 41 minutes or whatever apparently um so yeah that was poltergeist 2 um technically better than poltergeist 3 and shorter but in some ways it it lacks the um no suspense again yeah nothing do of uh what's his face poltergeist Hmm. 3 dad tom scarrett tom scarrett yeah tom scarrett had some Tom Skerritt and Nancy Allen brought some kind of personality to, to three that uh, is lacking in two. Uh, let's see real quick if Wikipedia says anything about the cutscene. Oh, there's a novelization. Um, seems like all the details about what was cut are directly from the novelization. So who the fuck knows what was, if there was actually a longer version because none of that makes it on the Wikipedia, which means there mustn't have been much in the way of citations. And filming took place in 1985. So it came out, uh, it had a very short post-production for something that took this freak that had that many special effects. It shows. (laughs) So there you go. That is the end of, oh, did we miss a credit that said characters by Steven Spielberg? I know there was. I don't remember seeing that. Nope. Nope. Because that would also would have to be in three, and that certainly wasn't there. All right. Um, okay, yeah, so Poltergeist 1's great, though. So we'll at least get to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that a good much one. Better. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, the sequels, what can you say? They suck. Um, I, I want to say Poltergeist 2 was anticipated, but... It made $75 million. I just think that it was one of those word of mouth <laughs> situations where people said, pass it, skip it. Yeah, don't, don't it go see Poltergeist. Fucking sucked. Uh, 
Paul Paul Atanasio wrote, there are movies that make you want to mince words. Then there's Poltergeist 2, The Other Side, a movie so ineffably bad you can't even find the words to mince. And he hadn't even seen three yet. So there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, shit. James Kahn wrote the novelization. <laughs> Guy who did uh, Jedi and Temple of Doom. Okay. He was also a producer on Melrose Place from 96 to 98, which I had no idea about. So that's that's interesting. <laughs> but uh, yeah, once again, it's another one of these movies where the most interesting thing is unrelated trivia. But everything uh, that's not in the movie. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So shouldn't have watched that either if you watch the sync version. So let that be a lesson to you. <laughs> the unsynced versions are there for. Um, yeah. So we'll be back next time with Poltergeist One, directed by Toby Hooper, uh, produced by Steven Spielberg, co-written by Steven Spielberg, or at least he has a credit. And then the two yeah. buffoons that uh, wrote this one did something to it. And uh, yeah. Who that's just coveted the bag and decided to make a knockoff. Yeah. Understanding how that sequel deal worked, right? Where MGM was like, yeah, well, I mean, Spielberg would have been exclusive to Universal by that time. And so, yeah. but still, like, eh, whatever. It's MGM. Like, yeah. <laughs> MGM was always a mess. Yeah. Like it, until the, I mean shit. Who does is Amazon bought <clears throat> yeah, Amazon bought MGM, so presumably they will Oh, so that's it. why Robocop and shit is always on. They'll have <clears throat> the a new Ryan logo pictures. for that. But um yeah. MGM was always the studio that you wanted to do stuff. Cause you know, they were one of the original studios, but yeah, they did not age into the eighties. Well, no, no, absolutely not. They didn't really. I think Poltergeist was there. Might have been their one bona fide hit, right? Mm, Throughout mean, no, the eighties. Well, because they can always throw. They can always include um, the James Bond one, so they never had to like really oh, yeah. take much responsibility for that. But mm-hmm. their other than, Rocky, they had Rocky. Right. Okay. So they did have Rocky, but that was not their franchise. It was. It also didn't start in the eighties. But uh, United Artists. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, and Rocky was UA or was MGM? I don't remember. Yeah, it was MGM UA. So yeah. Uh, But their biggest hit of the eighties, outside of a James Bond or Rocky movie, was Rain Man, which will tell you something about MGM (laughs) and their franchise abilities. yeah. All right. So uh, Poltergeist 1. We'll be back with that. And it'll be nice. <laughs> it'll be so nice. There won't be periods of, if you listen to the synchronized, yeah. there won't be dead All silence. Of, of Yeah, there won't bewildered be. Bewildered dead just silence. Bewildered dead silence and the whole sense of what the hell? <laughs> I mean, you know, they had Clash of the Titans. They could have made a sequel to that. They could have. They should have. No, but it was it was poltergeist. You know, everybody was clamoring for you know something, some sort of follow up. It would be interesting to think about or to look at how the success of Nightmare on Elm Street would have affected that. Because Nightmare on Elm Street was a hit in '84. It was mm-hmm. a hit in '80. 
five enough, right? Or when was two? The Rush sequel. And then yeah, two was this 85. was right before Dream War. So it's like, yeah. were they getting into this because this was their closest thing to Nightmare on Elm Street? Yeah, everybody was putting their, their hat into it. Yeah. That's part of the reason why, you know, later on in 88, they brought back uh, Michael Myers because, you know, everybody was trying to get that piece of that pie, that horror franchise. <sighs> it's fine. Next one's good, though. We promise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 82 classic. Uh, that'll be fun. All right. But this one. Yeah, this one, it, it's what most would consider a noise in the background <laughs> type movie. At best. At best. Yeah. I think, and with some of these 80s sequels, it would almost be more interesting to watch the pan and scan version at this point, like as a yeah. historical relic than it is to actually try to watch them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... I guess that's it from the other side. So yeah, all all what two minutes and thirty two seconds of it where they actually went to the other side. I mean, <laughs> if you can't do better special effects than Supergirl, maybe you shouldn't try. Ooh. Like, let's just be real. Uh, if Monster Squad is gonna, you know, well, that was Richard Edlin too. So it's like if Monster Squad's gonna knock your pants off compared to Poltergeist, yeah, yeah, Poltergeist, yeah. <sighs> I I got nothing else. I got no, I got nothing else in me. No, I got no more I'll, words I'll, to mince. No, I'm feeling exactly the way I did after three. <laughs> done and done. <laughs> Sleep tight, Caroline. <laughs> yeah, at least we didn't hear Caroline seventy-two times, bajillion times. Yeah. She wasn't that important in the damn movie, but regardless, <sighs> at least it's over. The other side. All right, season finale. Coming up. Nothing else to say. That's it. <laughs> uh, Carol Ann will return. Yeah, Carol Ann will return in the original Poltergeist 1982 classic. Night, everybody. Night, y'all. <laughs>